Welcome, MOD Nation. We are cooking it up with top restaurant leaders and industry insiders, learning what should be 86th and what is making the special list. From marketing, staffing, and technology, we are discussing how these restaurateurs are cooking with heat. Hosted by me, Zach Curry. Produced by DevilSat.com. Increase sales, attract new customers, all with real-time reporting direct to your phone. Managing a restaurant is not easy, and we are here to help. DoubleSat.com. Sign up today. This episode is brought to you by Bluehost. Do you want fast, reliable web hosting, free domain for one year, a free SSL certificate, and a one-click WordPress install, all with 24-7 support? Then visit bluehost.com slash track slash M-O-D nation today to sign up and save 50% while offer is valid. That is bluehost.com slash track slash M-O-D nation. Hello, MOD Nation. So this is part five of our deep dive. This is the bonus episode, Service That Sells. So I'd like to start with guest hesitation. This is such a tremendous opportunity uh, for those out there serving tables and for training their teams. When a table says or hesitates, um, so often we say, all right, then take your time. I'll be right back. I'm going to check my other tables. And you give them a, f- a little bit of time. This is very nice. It's very accommodating. But what if we elevated this and took this up as an opportunity? How about how about I start you with an appetizer or an appetizer while you're deciding what to eat? Right? So now uh, we already talked about suggestive selling. When guests come in, they look at the entrees. Nine times out of ten, even on our own experience, we sit down and we look at entrees because that's the big decision. But if we know there's other peripherals or other additions, I didn't even know that you had mozzarella sticks. I love mozzarella sticks. Or maybe it's spinach dip. I love spinach dip. So just by suggesting that during the hesitation, you're going to increase your sales. Um, Then identify the leader, right? So choose the person at the table that you believe will lead the other diners in ordering appetizers and drinks. Try and sell to the decision maker and they will help you sell the whole table. So how many times have you seen a table that one person already has a menu down? They came to this restaurant because they absolutely love love it. And everybody else, this is maybe their first time, they're not that familiar, or they're a little more adventurous. This individual is a good person to kind of speak to while everybody else is looking in the menu, make eye contact with this individual and ask them, well, how about I start you off with some of those appetizers, you know, given the two options, because as they wait, it'll actually, they'll kind of become anxious or maybe they already know what they, obviously they already know what they want because their menu's down. So by them ordering, it'll kind of put pressure on the rest of the table. So if they order a cocktail, it'll kind of help push the rest of the table into ordering that as well. Same with appetizers. So then sales timing tricks. So if you have a table, um, there's a couple different ways to use a Bev Bev napkin, BevNap. One's called marking the table. So as soon as your guests arrive and you've taken their drink order, put a BevNap in front of each person. This will do a lot of things. So marking the table 
if somebody runs your drinks to that table, it helps them identify, yes, it's that table. Even though you have table numbers, uh, it just is a visual indicator for those running uh, drinks and food and things of that nature. But it's really for management. So as restaurants get slower, you want managers to become more engaged, busting tables, helping, things of that nature, because you need to focus on that labor cost. As it gets busier, you want managers to kind of step back and oversee. So all the gears are, are working together. So often in restaurants, it gets busy. Managers are trying to ensure great guest experience. So they want to make sure tables are getting greeted. And they don't know if this table over here has been created. And so they go to the server. The servers may be at a fast pace, right? Not necessarily weeded, but if you continue to take time or add steps to service, then it will become, they'll become weeded. Um, and you go to that server and you say, hey, have you created that table? Yes, I've created that table. I already got their drinks and their food's coming up. If you do that on 30% of your tables, your service is going to actually decrease in the levels that you're executing because you're taking time away from your servers to actually uh, greet your tables. So by just putting a BevNap down on that table, the manager can visually look and see, hey, our server's been there, right? So that's called marking the table. Another way to use those BevNaps is place a dry cocktail napkin under an unfinished beverage to gain attention then sell another drink. So BevNaps are like your best friend. So somebody could be, uh, you know, milking their their cocktail, but by putting a BevNap, like cleaning that up, putting it under, they look at it. They may not realize, oh, I'm just drinking melted ice at this point. Yeah, actually, I would like another cocktail. And so you're selling that service that sells without even necessarily, you know, pushing that onto them to make the decision. Also, use unique words that engage the guest. Unique. So, not, did anyone save room for dessert? No. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> you know, I've heard it. As a kid, I was like, oh yeah, you know, I always save. But as an adult, like, I just, I don't like that question personally. Um, but if you came to me and you said, you must try our fantastic dessert, it's amazing. And not just dessert. So you must try our fantastic lava cake. It's chocolate cake warmed with chocolate ganache melting over it. And then it has a scoop of vanilla bean melting ice cream that absorbs into the chocolate cake. It's amazing. Okay, so I just made that up, but I'm visually picturing it. I think you're visually picturing it. All of a sudden, I, I, I'm not even a chocolate person, but I, I want the ganache. I don't, I'm not even for sure what ganache is. I got to have it. So that's the whole point, right? So if we don't have a menu, we don't have pictures, we go to the table and we sell that visual. And then drive frequency, right? So how do you drive frequency? So they're here this time. They're loving this experience. And you ask, how was your appetizer? Next time, you should try the appetizer. So suggest a different one. It's the most popular starter on the menu. That's good. You can make it better by saying, you know, finding comparisons of, oh, if you like that salmon, you should try this, this appetizer because it has salmon in it and it's prepared a little different way. But you get the idea. Also, another way that you can deepen that relationship is what is the benefit of your guest to come back more frequently? I'm genuinely, I want you to answer that question in your own head. 
what is the benefit of your guest to come to your restaurant more frequently? It's a very tough question because we're feeding people, we're welcoming people into essentially our home. When you own a restaurant, you work in a restaurant, that's like your home. You're there a lot and you you give out a love and passion. But realistically, people can get food in a lot of places. And yes, they meant like you, but it's getting more and more competitive. And now with virtual restaurants, now we're competing against restaurants that don't even have brick and mortar and you just get food delivered um, you know, through Grubhub, whatever. And these restaurants, you can't even visit in person. So those are taking business away f- from brick and mortar on the Monday through Friday aspect. So the question becomes, what really is the benefit for our guests to come back to visit our business more often? Which is exactly why a rewards program deepens that relationship and bridges that gap for you. Um, no matter what rewards program that you use, yes, doublesat.com is free to use. There's no contracts. It's great. Um, but I'm just saying in general, a rewards program is highly recommended in today's market. So driving frequency, you're, you're asking how this appetizer is and then you're suggestive selling for the next visit, right? So you're already planting that seed. And then one step further, um, ask, will you be using your rewards card today? Offer the rewards program as soon as you meet your guest and explain the rewards properly to them. So then they have tangible benefit to choose your restaurant. It also opens a good rewards program, often a marketing channel to you. So then you can entice them with images of your food, not necessarily discounts, but just, you know, planting that seed of giving them a picture of that melty uh, chocolate lava ganache cake. <laughs> so then don't just upsell, upserve. Um, you know, would you like an appetizer? How about I start you off with our fresh spinach dip or a s- chips and salsa with a side of queso blanco? So just be descriptive, use options, and stand out making the personal connection. Create memorable experiences for guests. They will become regulars. So write your name on the check or on the to-go box. So this is for the servers out there. But make sure the guests know who you are. Come back and see me again. So invite them back on a personal level. Then, of course, we always have increased check totals. So customize the guest meals with extras. So that's 99 cents on guac on the side or sauteed onions and mushrooms on their steak. And just remember the tip starts with a percentage of the total check amount. So to get a copy of the free employee training handbook, go to connect.doublesat.com slash handbook. That is connect.doublesat.com slash handbook. Thank you, MOD Nation. And remember to subscribe.